Hello there. This is an incoming transmission from the Outer Rim Beacon. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy far, far away. Super Bowl, be damned, but the Rihanna halftime show is always enjoyable. Uh, we are we we stand here to Rihanna talk some Star here. Wars with you instead. My name is Justin. I'm one of your hosts. Joining me today, as always, are my co-hosts. This is Josh, and I'm just, I, you know, I, I might be quiet tonight. I might just be thinking about Rihanna the whole time, so. He's flummoxed. Flummoxed. First performance in six years says says a lot about someone that that you're confident enough that you're willing to have your first live performance in that long a time be the literal biggest performance you can do. Uh, This is Kyle, and I too (laughs) am a fan of Rihanna. I don't know what else to say here. I mean, I I can't really pile on. (laughs) It's well documented. But I, I also like Star Wars, and I'm willing to talk about that if you guys want to do that at any point. I'm always willing to talk some Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, depends on how long we've been going in this show. I would hope that's part of my life at know. this point. Otherwise, why am I even doing this? The years are all running together now, Justin. It's hard yeah, to even say. No kidding. I'm getting old, man. Uh, we do have a little bit. Of, we got a lot to talk about. We had two episodes of Bad Batch drop Dual on drop. Wednesday. Yeah, dual drop, uh, fantastic work on these two episodes of Bad Batch. Um, but before we get into that, let's dive into a little bit of news and notes. We are roughly two months out from Star Wars Celebration. I'm just kind of going with the continued guest announcements that we've had. This week we had uh, Gwendolyn Christie, Ming-Na Wen, Matthew Wood, Yunus uh, 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 Tamo. I'm pr- I probably butcher his name all the time. Um, Silas Carson, Aiden Cook, Carolyn Blackiston, uh, Michael Carter, Sean Crawford, Tim Dry, Mike Edmonds, Mike Quinn, Tim Rose, Femi Taylor, and Rosario Dawson, and Billy D. Williams. Billy uh, D. If they do that first photo op with Rosario and <clears throat> Ashley in Europe, I am not going to be happy. Uh, frankly, well, now that you said that, you just I, now it's going I to happen. Sealed the deal, it, didn't I? Damn yeah, it. frankly, I'm I'm bitter, Bill, about the whole thing. I mean, it's I don't get to go, so bah humbug. <laughs> well, <laughs> go ahead. We Josh. we want to do that. We want to do that Ahsoka photo op at a see. We want to do it at a different con anyway. We don't want to do it at Star Wars Celebration because Star Wars Celebration is where you pay like $300 for a Billy D. Williams photo op where you definitely wouldn't anywhere else. And no offense to Billy D, but... Um, he works and, the circuit. Yeah, he were, but mm-hmm. so does Ashley. And Rosario was not doing them and then started doing them. And it seems like she loves it because she's been on a ton and I'm I'm sure she doesn't need the money. So well, we've done the math on this show before, uh, based on what you're paying, and we we did you and McGregor, which is on the high end, but they do make a pretty penny, and um, it's got to be great to have people come up and tell you how great they think you are all day for three days straight, right? I mean, what better I can see little two ego all boost? The time. I could see two instances where it's not fun. If well, if you're if for social reasons or germ reasons you're not that into being around a bunch of strangers or if you're like a Hayden Christensen or a Jake Lloyd or you know someone who had like a very you know I'm historic mm-hmm. uh, bad um, fan reaction, Poorly I could see being worried about. Yeah. yeah, which although I feel like those people have found that um, that's not what they they experience. All the people that love their characters when they go, you know, you don't you don't get that negative experience. Yeah. Because I think the reality of that is that it's mostly online that that happens at celebration. Yeah. I can't think of anything like that ever happening. You know, by. like 
I yeah. I feel like especially at celebration specifically, the fandom goes completely the opposite way for your Haydens and your Kellys and your Ahmeds and all, all these people, you know, um, yeah, just to like overcompensate for that, as it yeah. should be. Yeah. One of my favorite one of my favorite moments uh from the two celebrations I've been to is when the ovation that Kelly Marie Tran got at the at the Chicago when they mm-hmm. won when they brought her out on stage. Um, you know, it was it was nice to see her seeing that we're not all shitty. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So Yep. Um I look at it this way too. It you know, it's two months out. It's also two months closer to finding out when and where the next one. Yeah, is. until the next one I can That's go to I'm... that we can care about. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm um, saying. You know, and if you're if you're tra- if you're making the trek, um, if you're you're over there already, and you're yeah, going or one of the millions of people who doesn't happen job, to live in the United okay. States or Midwest right, specifically, right. Like, like us, I'm, I'm glad that opportunity <laughs> is there, and I'm glad it's close to home for them. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah I, I can understand where they're over there going. Well, why is it in the states again? Got the heck, like, and it's just bouncing around over here. So. That's um, why. Yeah, God. I say God. I say go to a Doctor Who convention and shut up. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. Just <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, we did get uh, another little bit of news uh, this week. Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures is dropping May fourth of this year. It's an animated Star Wars series focused on. Where did they pick a random for, day for? Yeah, like, no totally random. Oh, gosh, huh. oh, these random days, man. Uh, it's focused for preschoolers, grade schoolers, and their families, and it is set during the High Republic era. So nope. I'm actually kind of stoked about this because I can put it on with Lucia and we can watch together. So, so young, young enough that she can probably follow along and enjoy the characters. I mean, better than trying to read real High Republic stuff, and then she's going to get all kinds of confused. (laughs) And also depressed because, spoiler (laughs) alert, they be killing them. (laughs) Yeah. That first book, man, it's just like, what happened to Loden? They be dying Uh, up in here. Loden died like three times or something. They kept killing him. Yeah. I it just makes me think of that uh, TikTok that I saw where that little girl is like sad and her dad's like, "What are you, you know, asking her why she's sad?" And she's like, "Sad that Anakin became yeah. bad because she didn't want him to be." And then she's like, "I don't feel like eating anymore." Like she like pushes her food away. It's like it's I I you know I'm firmly on team no kids, but it's pretty cute. Oh, sweet angel, I go the exact opposite way. I'm sad now. I want to eat everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Nice. And then uh, we had one more bit of news. Yeah, I just added a little thing in there. Um, So, um, yeah. uh, So, Empire Magazine, hot off the presses. (laughs) 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 Newsflash. No, so uh, on stands this Thursday, February 16th, um, Empire Magazine has a Mandalorian cover, and it is uh, Din holding the dark saber helmetless Ooh, with bow and Ooh, um, sexy. and then and uh grogu with his little in his pram with his hand up and uh, oh, yeah, just kidding go ahead i mean he's 50 years old it's fine oh okay it's legit <laughs> no kink shaming right so uh, anyway um uh so i just i feel like well one you know i I collect uh, st- anything with Bo-Katan on it, but I just think uh, doing press where Din is helmetless says something about where the season's going to go, and then having Bo-Katan on there uh, also kind of says something about where the season might go as well, and it's just exci- it's exciting to see that maybe, you know, I, uh, we're going to see... Maybe we'll see Din become more of a normal Mandalorian and not a cultist Mandalorian, and and that uh, you know, uh, as that first trailer we saw at Celebration, we're going to get a lot of Bo-Katan season three. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, enough of the weirdo child of the watch stuff. Let's uh, just be cool, Mandalorian. Yeah, <laughs> just be cool, man. Yeah, be a lot cooler if you did. Yeah, I know. More Sabine <laughs> Wren, a little less like if you take your helmet off, we you don't ever get to be in our club again. It's just silly. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope it's just action packed as the trailers indicate. Like, I'm gonna love that. But 
Uh, can I ask a um, question while while yeah. we're talking about Mandalorian before we get on to the Bad Batch? I'm pumped for it. Mm-hmm. And we saw in the trailers we're going to run into some brand new Mandalorians. We definitely saw some different paint schemes. Um, and every other Mandalorian we've seen, I guess with the potential exception of Jango Fett, but even he had some like racing striping or something, mm-hmm. um, has had painted armor and usually it's like coordinated with their family or their clan or whoever they're associated with. Usually not always. Um, but Din Jaren, you know, he's just stock bare metal. Brown. Um, <laughs> Do we think at any point he's going to get a paint job? Is he going to get like crewed up with any of these people? And they're like, look, you're looking at, you look like a little bit of a nerdster with your shiny Beskar. We got to make it look a little, uh, lived in or something personalized. I don't know. What do we think? Or is that yeah, just his move? He just the Mandalorian Taylor goes. So what was the choice behind Brown? Yeah. <laughs> like, and Mando's over there going, well, I didn't really know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, Hasbro would be licking their chops there. If he did repaint his armor and they're like, Oh, well, it's not figure. even a repaint. We'll just it's just a paint figure and it's, repaint him. It's just bare metal. He, I mean, I've right. never seen any other, Mandalorian that just rocks the bare metal armor with nothing at all. I don't know. I'll cover up that beautiful Beskar. Why would you do that, though? I mean, because literally every single it's other so one shiny. ever has. So. so as a guy who goes to the wing place and gets ones with no sauce on them, you know, I'm going to say, you know, this is it's it's his uh, like it's his right to stay this way. And uh, it's uh I don't know it's a it's 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 definitely not um and maybe Mandos don't care about this because they you know it's never like their camo but it definitely doesn't help him uh, in a battle I'm sure it makes him stick out like a yes. sore thumb mm-hmm. yeah it's uh, definitely not inconspicuous at all that's for sure Kyle, in I no think way you need to throw a, a Twitter poll up there and uh, let's see what people think you can ask the people should should he job, or should no he not be job. painted. Loses his armor altogether. I'm t- Justin. Come on, <laughs> be for cereal. Uh, I'm team. I'm team paint job. I think he should get. I think he should get a super cool custom paint job. Maybe it should be green well, maybe, for his boy Grogu. Maybe that when they bring in uh, Sabine at some point when uh, the Ahsoka show crosses over with Mando, she can, she can. She can be. She can literally be like, bro. Um, hello. We all paint sauce. it. What do you? Yeah. What's What's the deal? I did you, I did you a solid. I upgraded your armor. Yeah. <laughs> Take a look. She is known to do that. To just uh, mm-hmm. you know, give things a paint job without consent. She's inspired. Yeah. For sure. Well, let's um, let's dive into Bad Batch here because we got a lot to cover for Bad Batch in these two episodes. Um, and let me um, let me play some Bad Batch theme. Love this episode. Love these two. Love these two episodes. I should say these were. Did anyone know? Did it? Did you guys know that they were dropping yeah, I, two? I knew that. For okay. some reason, I didn't know. I I don't know. I just was like, wait a minute. There's like two episodes that showed up, and I was like, oh, great. That works for me. I'm not upset um, about it. No. Um, episode seven have and eight to watch dropped. The second one, if you hated. <laughs> also true, but I would have left been left with a huge cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, Clone Conspiracy and Truth and Consequences were the two episodes. Um, Brad Rao, Nathaniel Villanueva directed the first one. Brad Rao and Stuart Lee were on the second one. Um, Basically, it's all the same cast, at least as far as the the two parts go. It's all the clones, Omega, Rampart, Rex. But we did get the return of um, a lot of individuals that we haven't seen in a hot minute. Bail Organa was in this. Um, Rio Chuchi has returned, uh, an elder statesman now. Uh, the Chooch. The as, the as she's known. Yeah. Uh, Masamita was back in this one. We got Palpy making his uh, public Voiced by address announcement. 
voiced by Ian McDermott. Yeah, I mean, um, never heard of him. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Okay, uh, we had two other clones in this, Slip and Cade. Uh, we did get the return of Senator Pamlo, who's played by Sharon Duncan Brewster. She also played the live action ver- version in Rogue One as well. Um, and then we got the return of Senator Hallie Bertoni, who is the um, Kaminoan senator uh, that was in leagues with Dooku and a couple other ones. So that's played by Jamila McMillan. And then uh, we got R2C4, which is Bailstroid, but I don't have a voice for Bailstroid. So beep, beep, boop. Beep, beep. Yeah, that's that's the extent of R2C4. So and uh, it's, it's explosive Bail droid. Organa. Explosive Sorry. droid. Yes. Uh, Phil Lamar, Bill Organa, sorry, I forgot to mention him. And then uh, Jennifer Hale as Rio Chuchi and Steven Stanton as Masamita. So I forgot to drop their names with the characters as well. So anyway, but yes, we had a lot going on in these two episodes. We are back to Coruscant. We are in the Senate. We're debating what's going to happen with the clone army. Um, Hot topic in the Senate. What is it called? The uh, the defense something bill the defense recruitment bill up for mm-hmm. to up for vote again in and out of legislation is, multiple times already that's ramparts uh plan is that defense recruitment bill basically to get the people to sign up well, it's ostensibly uh, why they blew up camino really i mean yeah yeah so they had no other option but to pass this bill that was struggling to make it through Yes, and it is um, very hotly debated in the Senate here, and I have a little bit of this, uh, about a minute of this debate going on and why they are pushing so hard to get this. While the cataclysmic storm on Kamino was tragic, the reality is that without the production of new clone troopers, we are vulnerable. Admiral Rampart's proposed defense recruitment bill will keep us protected. Yeah. I concur with the Honorable Delegate of the Banking Clan. A new conscripted military is what this galaxy needs. One comprised of the people who fight for the people. This recruitment bill has been discussed, debated, and tabled each session for a reason. <clears throat> there are more pressing matters in the galaxy right now than the costly creation of a new military. The war is over. Perhaps where you reside, Senator Pablo. But the mid and outer rims are rife with insurgents. We must be protected. The mid and outer rims are rife with insurgents. We must be protected. I.e. So rebels. It, it's, uh, yeah, rebels. It's unreal how we have brought this around 360 again. And here we are just, all right, well. You know, these people are trying to attack it. Well, Justin, I don't know if you like, know that, but um, that's sort of how <laughs> capitalism works. There always has I, to be a war because it, that's how you feed the machine. And, like, why does the banking clan get representation <laughs> in the Imperial mm-hmm. Senate? That doesn't even make sense. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it was not immune, though. The the representative nope. was not immune anymore. Well, those so. guys are too ugly to put out there in front of with their <laughs> with their Easter Island heads. It's no good. <laughs> um, They'd so never be taken uh, seriously. They apparently are not in charge of the funds anymore. Um, new banking clan took over. I don't know. Um, yeah, but like, but yeah, oh, we the banking clan who you know the the empire probably takes out loans from or is paying back loans. Uh, yeah, we agree with them on whatever they want to spend money on. Surprise, surprise. Like that's so Mm -hmm. silly to me that there's these obvious, uh, interested parties lobbying, but I mean, you know, whatever art imitates life. Yep. So they're debating this, proposed thing from rampart but um obviously there's a clear discussion of well what about the clones that we currently have in this military that we currently have and what are we going to do with all of them because we essentially created an entire populace just to fight our war 
And now that the war is mm-hmm. ended, what do we do with them? And I don't, the and old lady was just like, ah, they're going to be disposed of. It's like, what does that even are mean? Are you going to murder them in the millions? Yeah. Um, and I mean, this is where Senator Tucci comes in and it's because the clones, like we said, millions and millions of people. Uh, no representation. Banks representation. They're represented. They get a vote. The clones who who fought for the <laughs> republic. No, no representation. But uh, I was pumped to see Senator Chuchi. She's a fan favorite from the Clone Wars. She was in sixteen different episodes of the Clone Wars, which sounds like a lot. If you haven't watched Clone Wars, it's really not that many though. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she's had a whole arc. When we first met her, she was like a junior senator who is getting pushed around by uh whatever some kind of local consular um and now she's sticking up for the underprivileged and and we've seen her kind of grow up through the clone wars and up till now um i I love the clone wars and i like to see these legacy characters rebel art Mm -hmm. empire has a huge uh sweet choochie pin nice She's a Pantoran, young by Chuchi, the way. Not, if any. not older Chuchi. Yeah, yeah younger Chuchi. That's younger from Chuchi. Uh, when they were up on the moon with the Talls. Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. cold up there. But yeah, she's, uh, she's a good one. I like it. As opposed to the shorts? But That's not funny to um, make puns about the name of an indigenous people's. I mean, it was a little funny. I guess <laughs> the shorts not appropriate. Um, so you can only say that because you are one of the shorts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so they're debating what do they do Don't with the so clones? Anyway. And she's like, "Well, wait a minute. So you know, are we just gonna like kill these people? What are we gonna do? They have they need a pension plan, and and obviously Rampart's like, well, "Wait a minute, you want to give a pension plan to these guys?" And create a new army. Like, where's all this money coming from? And she's like, aha, exactly. Yes, maybe now's not the time. But, of course, Rampart's like, okay, well, I'm sure we can figure something out to that'll work for the clones. Um, But he's being completely insincere. And he tells uh, old what's-his-name that so much, you know? Like, by the time we have to pay out on any of this stuff, um, the defense recruitment bill will have already passed. And then we'll just... Mm -hmm you know, never do it. So he's, you know, just being completely corrupt. And they brought up a good point. The one, the one that was always siding with the, the Senator that was siding with the banking clan. She had said, well, I don't know who that was, by the way. Does anyone know who that was? Um, The species look familiar, but I, I don't. (laughs) Looks like the green goblin. Ah, yes. Yeah. She was old though. I mean, she was like real, like you're like, you don't know she that. Really she, she could, it could be the this. exact opposite of Grogu. She's 14 years old, but she looks like she's 102. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> or um, she has Benjamin Button disease. Oh, she got she that Benjamin up, Button? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she brought up a good point, though. She was like, well, wait a minute. She's like, wait, you want us to pay attention to all of these clones, but they have this accelerated aging process. So they're going to like essentially get old and die much faster than anybody else in this galaxy why sounds like a cheap investment yeah that's what i'm saying pension. that seems like all the more reason why we should just go ahead and take care of these people that we created to exploit <laughs> mm-hmm. um when chuchi she eventually like she takes some of these notes from the meetings and she goes out the to chooch, just the clone will. bar the local the chooch chooch she goes to the local clone bar to like talk to him and basically is like look what do you guys need what can i help you with like i'm trying to give you a voice in the senate and give you purpose and there was the one the one clone was basically like well how about you make me a soldier again like i still want to fight and well that's the reality like, of yeah, it they're like programmed for that you know, mm-hmm. they're they've never even the idea of doing something else doesn't even like register to them. Um, but, you know, she's like, hey, like you guys have to take into account that you're aging faster than anybody else. And this is a reality. You're going to get too old to fight and you have to accept that. Honestly, like, so guys, what's your plan? This seems like such a solvable problem. Like 
private security uh like there's so many rich people there's so many like local militias and paid security like these guys could be working so many places just earning a living mm-hmm. yeah I prison mean, guards maybe that yeah Oof. speaking of feeding the this machine. um but this outing though to the bar also brings us to where chuchi meets slip for the first time and now she finds out there's more nefarious goings on with uh Camino than what she thought. There's more. Are you truly yeah. intent on helping clones? You have no representation in the Senate. You deserve to have someone speak on your behalf. It won't matter. That Morampot can't be trusted. Why not? He's lied to you. To everyone. Camino wasn't destroyed by a storm. It was an attack ordered by Rampart himself. Bold accusation. How would you make such an accusation? I was there. Bought his Venator. He had us open fire on the cities. I seen it. If that were true, the Senate would know. Someone would have come forward. Rampart made sure no one could. Clumsy tried to speak up. Or either reassigned, went missing, or ended up dead. You don't look well, Trooper. The name's Slip. Check my service record if you don't believe me. CT 0409. You seem like one of the good ones, Senator. One of the Be good careful. ones? Hmm. Okay. Seem like one of the good ones. Okay, Senator. Slip. <laughs> Um, but, you know, he basically says, look, I've got evidence. I've got hard evidence. It was Rampart that did it. And he's basically saying, like, look, follow the trail, man. Like, Camino had been around for how long? And you're telling me some storm wiped that city out? Get out of here. And Bales, Bales under the same impression. Like, no. Like, he's he's duping everybody. Just goes to show you no people way. will believe stuff if you, if you just say it with conviction. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, the water planet that where it storms 100% of the time and was built for that was completely destroyed to the tune of like an exterminated population by a storm that doesn't even add up. Like, come on people. Like you're just wanting to believe it at that point instead of actually like doing the due diligence. But, um, yeah, she's Choochie's starting to go. The chooch is starting to go down the rabbit hole here and um see what's going on Just and two, uh, two together bale is is uh kind of in leagues and not you know he understands what she's doing and i think he realizes i've got somebody else in the senate you know that's gonna help well, before she before she and, even meets with uh bale she confronts rampart in his office mm-hmm. and and does the same thing i was just saying about uh how did you survive these storms? He's like, oh, well, it just so happens I wasn't there. It's unfortunate. Maybe if I was, I could have saved some more people. And she's like, uh, you know, it does. It just doesn't really make any sense. And um, trying to put him on the spot, but he he just like stonewalled her, of course. But uh, that's when she was on his radar. And I, I think that's ultimately what, got the hit put out on her too is cause he realized mm-hmm. that she's getting too close or at, at least suspects the truth if she doesn't already know it. And I will say that scene was really cool. His um, office has like this low lighting and he's got all these hard shadows on him and it makes him look super creepy and menacing. Um, it was just really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a little clip from, Chuchi and Bale and it's a it's a longer clip That's so right I don't after this. play the whole thing but I do want to play the beginning of this because I loved what Chuchi said to Bale when she first meets him kind of on this back alley area Senator Ghana. Hello Ryo R2C4 keep an eye out You caused quite a stir during yesterday's session Curious how speaking up for what's right has become an act that causes a stir Unlike inaction, apathy, or ignorance. Indeed. Love that. (laughs) 
in comparison to apathy, inaction, or ignorance. Like, wait a minute. What? When did standing up for people and basic human rights all of a sudden become the wrong thing to do and everybody gets their... Uh, the early eighties bunch because of it. You know what I mean? Oh, it's ridiculous. So, but I loved that line. It was a great delivery, great, well-written line put in there, uh, for her conversation with Bale. Uh, do we feel like Bale is, uh, kind of feeling choochy out in these two episodes? And is there a possibility that she was recruited, um, to, the rebellion, and she was working from the inside with Bale and and Mon Mothma. That's kind of what I got out of it. I was thinking the same thing. Like he gives her like little, mm-hmm. I don't want to say like information, but like guidance. Like, hey, yeah. you, you're going to handle this on your own. I'm here as backup if you need it. He definitely did help her I'm put together what you do. Put together some things that she wasn't. Um, he was the one that's said go talk to the Kaminoan senator and follow the money which is how she she was already on to the fact that it wasn't really a storm it was an attack but now she found out that he was also diverting military funds essentially skimming off the top um and that's the part that Bale clued her in on so the, these meetings is mm-hmm. uh them kind of putting together different pieces of this puzzle. Right. Right. Um, and I think he's, he's very much, you know, you're on the right trail. Just be careful, be mindful. Like, cause he's doing the same thing and don't blow up my spot. Okay. Just having meetings <laughs> with me. Right. Which it was a random alley. <laughs> well, she, you know, that's how you know, she's kind of new to this game. She's like still, coming at this like well if i just tell the truth and i'm honest then it'll come to light and we'll have a vote and it'll all be okay and bale knows like no girl somebody's gonna be (laughs) sniping you from 12 stories up and you're gonna get me killed and (laughs) this is the real Uh, deal (laughs) very very true so we did get um we did get an assassin uh hired to track down um very mysterious right slip. until the very very end of the first episode yep yep and then um you know he ends up he he gets slip takes slip out um after slip had reached out to somebody via a comm and had said hey come we all knew who it was when we heard the voice mm-hmm. you know like stay where you are i'm on my way um they i feel like they that. did a good job of kind of breaking it up so it wasn't obvious obvious i feel like you have to really know to know but yeah you could definitely hear that it was rex once yeah. he did the return call but at this point this mysterious sniper took out Cade at the very beginning mm-hmm. and he took out slip and then he took out the guard. Pantoran guard, and then he's running down Chuchi up in the um, catwalk rafters of this warehouse he had guard. him cornered in. Uh, yeah, and the other Pantoran guard, mm-hmm. right when Rex pops up at the last minute to to stun him. Pew, pew, pew. Save the day, the Rex. Stun, <laughs> the stun sound. Yeah, and we... <clears throat> We get this assassin, he, he stuns him, knocks him unconscious, and then they take him. He's like, ah, I got a place we can go. Is I, this I the Martez sister's garage? Yes! Yeah. Yes! Yeah, that's yep. what I thought. He's like, oh, they're away for a little while. Like, where did they, what are they doing? Where they're did running they go? spice with the... <laughs> yeah, so he says, I got a place. They take him back. They take this assassin back. They, you know, have removed the helmet at this point. Um, and it's a has, clone. It's a clone. Now, I'm gonna play this little snippet with uh, Rex and said assassin. Nice of you to join us. You got a name? Not talking. You're not wearing any identifiable markings. Markings. Who do you work for? Who does number? Don't want to talk about yourself. Fine. Tell me whose orders you are following, and I'll let you go. Guys are so saying. Now you won't. Captain Rex. You're fighting the wrong battle, brother. You're limited. So what does that make you? Which 
a believer. Man. Then he clamps down on the electrocute my brain thing there. That's the same thing that what's his name bit into in the Mandalorian to kill himself, or Mm -hmm. same type of thing. Um, you're limited. I thought was like, like you have limited information. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was like such a cryptic thing to say right before he killed himself. I feel like a little bit. Um, the believer thing I got a little bit more because do you, let me ask this question to you guys. Do you think this is just some random clone that was created or do we think this is a previously existing character that's already been introduced in the clone world? Um, I don't know. I felt like it was, this was some clone that Rampart either had modified or had like cultivated some way, much like he has with um, Crosshair or whatever, to be trustworthy and be like his personal assassin to do the dirty work. And, and this is like, he's a believer in doing what needs to get done. He believes in the empire and that like, you know, the way all these people justify these horrible things is like, well, you know, sometimes you got to for the greater good, if you got to do, you know, and that's exactly like, I believe that for the empire, sometimes I just got to do a little murdering, you know? (laughs) Um, True. It could also be, if you go back and watch uh, the hidden enemy, from season one, episode 16, um, it could potentially be Slick, who we never saw again after he was captured by Cody and Rex. He was the one that was the informant for Asajj Ventress, working for her, um, and was strongly opposed to, well, I don't want to say opposed, but he was very attuned to the fact that the clones were essentially being used as slaves for the Republic. And he was adamantly against that, which is why he worked for Asajj as a spy. They captured him. He went into jail. We never saw him again. But one thing, but one thing it's important to to note that I, I found kind of interesting was that Stuart Lee was actually the director for that episode, Hmm. that particular episode. And he is also the director for episode eight of this two-part arc. So could it be possible that he said, hey, I've got this character that's just out there. Nobody knows what happened to him afterward. Rampart went, hey, I need a clone that's a believer in what we're doing here, much like like, uh, Crosshair. and. He's on Coruscant. I can get to him and pulls him out and uses him as the assassin. Yeah, but I think Slick was anti-Empire, though. And this would be someone that is like a firmly pro-Empire person. Like a true believer, not a we are being exploited by the machine. I feel like those are opposite ideologies Mm -hmm. to me. Go ahead, Josh. Two words. Sith Eternal. (laughs) Not so much because I think that it makes sense. The reason it makes sense to me is because I feel like we've seen, you know, with the 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 stuff with cloning and and Grogu, like and the Jar of Snoke's. you know, we've we've seen that they're trying to do things to tie the stuff that doesn't make sense from the sequel trilogy, especially the Rise of Skywalker, into like giving it a backstory mm-hmm. so it makes more sense. And uh, you know, wouldn't surprise me. I wonder if Very this good. is going to be one of those because it felt culty, right? Like yeah. the I'm a believer and then I killed myself. Like, yeah. you know, that's that felt. I wonder if that this is going to be one of these things that we just don't get like a great answer for. Good unfortunately, answer for could be like that would it's, suck. This is just Rampart's assassin clone, and now that the clone is dead and Rampart is off the table, I don't imagine we're really going to be seeing him again. Uh, we, it's probably likely we just won't get any clarification on that. Realistically, yeah. Good point, though, Kyle. Uh, Rampart eventually gets 
booted here, and we'll that's, that's in episode yeah, eight. Yeah, that's at the end of the um, end. So Sorry, we'll, we'll dive into that one. So this was basically the end of of episode seven. Um, what did you guys think of the episode overall? No bad batch in this episode at all. That's fine. That doesn't bother me. Yeah, not at all. I don't. That's fine. I think if I, it contributes to the larger Star Wars story. I think if it would have been that silly like race episode and then for some reason Tech and Omega weren't in that either and it was just Sid and that sassy Cade 6 type droid that I can't remember his name. Uh, Teo. Yeah. That would have been annoying and weird. But this stuff had plenty to do with like, you know, the, the development of the Empire and and um, it had Bail Organa and, and Chuchi, who we've seen, and the kind of the larger story arc of what we've been looking at here. So I don't think it matters that the Bad Batch were yeah. in it. I'm all I'm always just worried about what's the story, not about like who's in it. Like I mean, mm-hmm. think about the that Mandalorian episode that was technically a Book of Boba Fett episode. I mean, and there's Book of Boba Fett episodes that were not about Boba Fett. That's what I'm saying. That, like, that, that, that no, that's what crazy. I'm saying. Like the yeah. the Ma- the Mandalorian episode of Bo- Book of Boba Fett, which is crazy. Like some of the best episodes of that show were sh- episodes not even about that character, which is crazy. Um, pra- praise be to <clears throat> Bryce Dallas Howard in so yeah. many ways. Um, the political aspect of of this always is intriguing, and we had a ton of that through Andor and and what was going on there, and it, it's it's fascinating now to see it even more so in the animated stuff, uh, you know, and just kind of continuing that as far as where we're at post order 66. Um, well, let's talk about the next episode here. Episode eight. Um, we open this one with the boys, uh, the bad batch hanging out on the ship. Um, you got Omega's you got Omega meditating, trying to do some grungy totter out of grungy totter out of meditate. <laughs> He did. She goes, although it doesn't work the same for me. And Echo's like, well, yeah, you're not a Jedi. So, yeah. And she's yeah, like, Echo, um, you want to try some meditating? And he's like, no, I was trapped in a tube for four years on Skiko Minor. I don't want to do anything <laughs> yeah, like that. That sounds says, terrible. I don't enjoy solitude. I had enough of that on Skiko Minor. If it weren't for this squad, I'd still be in prison there or worse. This is where I fit. This is where I, or she said, is that why you joined up? He said, this is where I fit. This is where I was needed. But yes, I that's like to completely... me some heavy foreshadowing too, because he's like, "This is where I was needed." Also, like, yeah, I'm not here. I'm here now. You know? Yeah, like, I'm everywhere. Deuce. I'm wherever people need me. It's to like be. deuces at the end of this episode. Yeah, uh, which is heartbreaking. The end yeah. of this episode, like, I think I texted you guys. I was like, "Who's cutting onions? What the hell, man? <laughs> like, what is happening right now?" Um, but yeah, he. Yeah, he does not want to be left alone anymore. <laughs> and well, he um, doesn't even want to be alone with his own thoughts. Was the thing? No, yeah, yeah. no. Um, and I, I can't blame him. I think he, at this point, has to have some people around him, and he's got to have good people that have clear consciences and know what they're doing. I think a professional and might tell him, like, you should probably figure that out and deal with it more than just avoid it. But there's, you know, to each to each their own. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you know Rex and the boys provide that to him certainly so um but yeah rex basically reaches out says hey i got a mission for you guys covert ops need you to get over to coruscant they're like all right what are you talking about and they're like well good news is everybody thinks you're dead so they're not really looking for you so i'll get you in get some in says come to the garage the martez sisters garage got a cool hangout spot here show them the dead body they're like who's this guy what's a clone it's not a clone. It's kind of silly to show a bunch of clones on. a dead clone, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> right. Um, so, but this is where they also meet Chuchi, the Chooch, for the first time. Um, and they kind of discuss the plan to get the evidence um, for uh, what they need. And I've got yeah, that. Ship logs or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's an assassin. His identifying number's been wiped. I was not aware that was possible. Who is his target? It is. A clone contact of mine named Slip. He said he was in danger. I came to Coruscant to get him out, but the assassin got to him first. Nearly got the senator, too. 
Why would a clone be targeting another clone? Or a senator? To silence us. <laughs> Admiral Rampart has the entire Senate believing Kamina was lost to a cataclysmic storm. Slip witnessed the truth. I wanted him to testify to Rampart's crimes. We were there too, Senator. I can be your witness. The Senate won't listen to any of us. We're deserters. Hunter's right. But there's another way to provide the Senate with the evidence of the Empire's crimes. The command log on Rampart's Venator. Slip made a copy of it on the ship's backup databanks. Where's the Venator now? Being retrofitted at the Imperial Shipyard. Right here on Coruscant. Boom. How right convenient. Here. We can get to it, guys. Super easy. I lo- Let's do this. I absolutely love <laughs> Echo. Like, I'll go be your witness. Like, he's not mm-hmm. a walking horror show with, like, a <laughs> missing hand and an implant on the back of his head and, like, multiple Matrix-style plug holes also in his <laughs> head. Like, bro, you are horrific. No one's going to be able to listen to you. Not to mention you're a, like, actual fugitive from the law. Right, dummy. Can you see that? Like for like, he goes on a little disc down into the Senate floor, and they're like, "Oh, and here to speak on the evidence is Clone Trooper." Straight Echo. to jail. Like, Straight his, to jail. Immediately to jail. But all of a sudden, like, <laughs> like fainting. Just from everyone's immediately like, vomiting in their little floaty disc. Ugh. Oh, poor Echo. The little oh. ET guys with their glowy fingers are trying to help him. It's a whole it'll be a mess. Ouch! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look at him going. Ouch! Yeah, that's yeah, terrible. <laughs> but yeah, so Echo always being the one that wants to help. They're like, yeah, Dude, you can't. Well, we're, like, we're we're on the run here. This isn't gonna work. Use the three quarters this, of your so. brain that's left, you weirdo. <laughs> um. So they come up with this plan to basically get to the shipyard, get the drive out of there. Um, and all of this takes place within like a day, by the way, because the vote was like, which was weird. They like tabled the vote and then said, oh, we'll, it's up we'll do this again tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's the most productive <laughs> Senate ever. Like there's, there's no Omega does go with Chuchi to keep an eye out. <clears throat> yeah. Just and she does case. learn about the Senate and what the Senate is. And she's like, um, a, a complete audience, like surrogate. <laughs> Like, we got to have somebody here who doesn't know what the hell's going on, so we have a reason to explain everything every step of the way. Right. <laughs> um, she did ask why there was no representation for the clones. She's like, where did the clones sit? And, and Chuchi's well, like, oh, yeah, there's because no you guys are worth guys. about as much as the blasters you carry. <laughs> um, so, uh, but during this, pro- like, while Bad Batch goes off to try to recover the, um, the drive, Chuchi basically pulls Hallie Bertoni in, to say, look, uh, I need your help. You know, you knew what was going on with these funds getting moved around. Who did it and why? And she's like, look, you already know the answer. And and what do you need my help for? And also, this is the second oh. person who's like, Chuchi, have you never had a clandestine meeting before? <laughs> this is so dumb. You're about to get us both killed. Follow right. the money and right. get out of my face. Yeah, she's... Yeah, she's not not, not being super smart. sneaky. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did enjoy um, Omega's impassioned speech to to Bertoni there, though. She's like, "What do I like? Uh, the rest of my people are scattered around the galaxy. Like, we're nothing anymore. Like, what do I care about them?" And she's like, "Dude, the Empire destroyed your home world. It, like, what they did. We all know that they did it. It wasn't a storm. It was wrong, and you don't care. Like, what is your problem?" And I think Bertoni at that point was kind of like, mm, "Okay, this little kid is like." And she didn't. I don't think she realized she was a clone in the beginning until Omega told her. No. And then she was I, like, I was surprised there wasn't more shock Agreed. on her face when she said she was a clone. Yes, hundred percent. I read that whole I'm, thing, both of those things that you guys just said, as she's like a total bureaucrat politician removed from her home planet. She doesn't even care about it or think about it. Really, she's just like cash and checks and going to her meetings and hobnobbing and coruscant and all those things. Mm. Yeah. 
I mean, um, that's typical. We've heard uh, lots of yeah. lots of people do that. Yeah, I, lots of people do that in the real world. They go live in <laughs> very true DC and live their life and don't represent their people. You know, people go live on Coruscant and don't represent their people and don't take an interest and don't really care. They're it's about themselves. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's sort of the vibe I got. But, but you know, maybe that's just uh, me being stereotypical because the Kaminoans sure do give off a vibe like they do not care about you or much of anything else. Right. Yep. Um, I, I would say the, the Bad Batch the Bad Batch mission to go get the drive went well. Uh, I'm just going to put this out there. We poo-poo on tech a lot, but Bad Batch would be nowhere without that guy. He does. He did literally everything, getting onto that ship and all of the programming, and getting off of the ship and getting them out of there. Like as odd as Tech is, and as annoying as he is at times, Bad Batch would not succeed without Tech. What's Hunter? What's Hunter gonna? What has Hunter done Hunter. this entire show? He calls the plays. That's pretty much it. Um, Supervisors don't have to do anything; they just supervise. Somehow the ghost somehow the ghost crew managed to infiltrate thousands of things like every other episode they were infiltrating something and they never had a tech doing all the fancy stuff they just, they just did True. it. True. No nerds on this team. Yeah. They were besides Ezra. <laughs> you know Wrecker using some kind of saw to cut a door and then get afraid of heights again was funny but it was like other than that they didn't do anything. So Tech is the glue that holds the Bad Batch together. Yeah, he's valuable. He's his skill set is valuable. He's just annoying. Yes, agreed. I don't dispute that. Um, they do get the evidence. They rush it back to just um, in the nick of time. Omega. She hops <laughs> in a speeder. A speeder. And then they go whizzing away to the Senate floor. She gets it to Bale. Bale brings it in. Um, he dropped. You know. Flies his little saucer out there, gives it to um, Chuchi. She had already accused Rampart at this point of basically blowing up Topoka City. Now she's got the evidence. She puts it on the little hollow thing there. That was hard to watch again, um, you know, but it's it was very, I think it all of a sudden became very real for all of the people that were still in this Senate floor going, oh, crap. Uh, yeah, it was our clones and it was our own troops that essentially destroyed Topoke City, which was our investment in this clone program. What the heck is going on? And they're, I think, as equally as confused um, at this point to, to why that happened and, and why he was trying to cover it up and all this other stuff. So when that happens, um, <sighs> in comes this frigging guy, in comes the big bad to set level set with the expectations with the rest of, of the Senate here again. Um, did you guys catch when the emperor's thing starts coming out the floor? There's an alarm yeah, that was I, going off. <laughs> it was like, didn't, didn't sound like a herald of something good. No, it did not. It was like, Oh, you guys have pissed the boss off enough that he's, he's coming down from his, you guys made me come down here. I had other stuff to do. (laughs) Yes. Um, so, you know, he was like right there waiting and just waiting to see what happens. And he comes up the floor on his little lift thing and everybody's kind of like, Oh crap. And you know, they turn off the little hollow net. Um, Masamita speaks a little bit and says, uh, this is new evidence. We didn't know this. It appears Rampart tried to, you know, get his own, advance his own career and do his own thing. This was not regulated by the Senate and this was not our decision and blah, blah, blah. And he says all this. And then finally the emperor speaks. And this is a, a little bit longer clip, but this, uh, this speech is, is incites some goosebumps. I am deeply troubled by this recent revelation. My gratitude to Senator Chuchi for exposing a rogue element within our ranks. Many lives have been lost. But I assure you, Admiral Rampart will face the consequences for his treachery. However, he did not act alone. 
The fact that the clones under his command so blindly followed orders, inflicting such carnage without hesitation, gives me pause. Gives me pause. Perhaps it is time for a change. Now, more than ever, building a strong galaxy requires protection and security. Due to the nefarious actions of Admiral Rampart and the immediacy of the bill on the floor today, it is my opinion that this legislation is our future. With this momentous act, we shall usher in a new era, heralded by the Imperial Stormtrooper. Ooh, and then that music hits you at the end, bah, 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 like oh, and you you just oh. hate it even more because <laughs> the empire is talking out of both sides of their mouth. We've heard the internal dialogue within the military infrastructure is that uh, these clones are asking too many questions and they're pushing back, and we can't work with them because they won't do exactly what we say without asking and here he is in front of the senate like well uh these clones they're not making independent decisions and they're just gonna go along with with uh any anything that's asked of them and um blindly follow orders so we have to replace them it's like oh man what a what a manipulative, <laughs> lying piece of garbage this this empire, he, this this emperor is. I mean, this dude, sing like just standing on the corner, picked up all the clones and chucked them under a bus, like easily. Like, ah, there you go. It's their fault. Oh, and Rampart uh, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it was good to see the Coruscant guards again, like with the red and the the white. Um, I like that paint job, but, um, yeah, took him away. He's going to jail. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Or he's going to death. Or, yeah. Sorry. Um, or he's going to get reassigned somewhere else. Um, I don't know. No way, they, Justin. Bad guys. They are murdering him. He knows too yeah. much. <laughs> there is no way he's um, surviving. He does know a lot. Uh, no, I've heard that they just fire him and hire him in a different department in another state. I mean, in another planet. No, that's that's for sexual that's misconduct, not What's for war name? crimes. Was <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was his name? I don't know. Um, creepy dude, stalker guy in Andor. I can't think of his name now. Oh, uh, what it Cyril. Cyril, thank you. Cyril Karn, yes. Um, but yeah, so the speech was well written. Um, always love hearing the Emperor. Cause he Shout out to the speechwriters, Imperial speechwriters. <laughs> yeah. Um, are, you, are you implying it, that the Emperor doesn't write his own stuff? <laughs> I don't know. Masamita, or whoever the other one was. I can't remember the other dignitary's name that's normally with him. They're all turns. Um, yeah. But uh, no, it was. Uh, the emperor is, is such a good bad guy. Um, love to hate him. But yeah, and then uh, so basically we go. All right, we're gonna get some new troops. Clones need to be decommissioned. Um, and the bad batch realizes this is exactly what they wanted that that he wanted them to do. Yeah, the um, they couldn't stop it. Rex was disgusted. He's like, again, just like all throughout the Clone Wars, he's a step ahead of us, and we walked right in and did exactly what he wanted. Yep. Yeah. Um, the end of this, though, uh, we do get a heartbreaking goodbye. Echo is uh, has decided to leave the group, um, and we do have I do have this goodbye here from Echo to the Bad Batch. Wherever you end up. Remember what I said. Don't get into trouble without us. Without us? Best of luck, Echo. Best of luck, Echo. Luck with what? I'm going with Rex. The clothes will need our help now more than ever. 
I can't turn my back on them. You can't leave. We're, we're a squad. Omega, this is something I have to do. I'm going where I'm needed. But we need you too. It's not forever. I'll be back. Keep up with your training while I'm gone, huh? Understood? You hate to see it. Echo's leaving the group. Uh, Omega, just more heartbreak for her. Like uh, It's like a father figure, brother figure to her, leaving the group. We did breeze Not over good. a part where earlier in the episode, Rex was explaining that he's been traveling around and helping to extract various clones that are in danger uh, essentially because they're trying to expose this corruption, which is happening all over the place. The clones who uh, it's just in them to want to do the right thing. I think we know them well enough to say that. And then um, like we saw with, with slip and, and the other one at the beginning of this episode, Mm -hmm. they're realizing these things are wrong and they want to expose it and it's putting them in danger. And, uh, so now Echo is going to go with Rex to help rescue these clones, which means at some point Rex and Echo are going to have like a whole battalion of angry rebel clones. Your thinking is right along with mine. Like what can we get to this battle with all of these clones against these Imperial stormtroopers, because I mean, they got to get Wolf, they got to get Gregor, right? At some point, if they haven't already. I mean, it's possible um, they they find them and then they place a, put them in like a witness protection type situation, put them somewhere where they can just try to have a life and be safe or whatever. But it'd be way cooler if there was a big gang of them that were be know, a lot th- cooler if you did. I know exactly <laughs> out there doing rebel stuff with their friends. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I um yeah, I I'd love to see that just like this nice battle with the clones and the the stormtroopers and clones just take them to school. Would love that. Um yeah, any other uh anything else you guys want to add about these two episodes that you enjoyed? Anything that stood out to you? Good to have episodes that are substantive. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it. I hope we get more great. of this stuff and less of kind of the what we consider filler. Mm-hmm. Um, I love uh, Bad Batch still stunning everybody. We're not trying They're to kill not killing the clones. They're not doing it. They ain't no, going to do it. No. Not going to do it. I like to see Captain Rex anytime we can, so um, I'm into it. Yep. He was wearing a cloak too, or a poncho. He was ponchoed up at the beginning, yeah, for sure. He had a whole kind of he he like we've been saying. What are the Bad Batch doing? Just running around armored up all the time. He was wearing some like civilian style clothes. He's not Mm going to be. I mean, he's still a clone. Like I don't know that you can just be running around with your face out and as a clone and not be recognized. But at least he was in some kind of like inconspicuous civilian clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't know what Echo is going to do for staying <laughs> close because he's still kind of he's staying <laughs> in the car, no matter what he does. So. <laughs> yeah, he, um, I don't know how that's going to work. He's an absolute but, um, freak yeah. show. Yeah, we'll have to see. <laughs> Josh, he like think about else? it. It's a cartoon, so it's like so <laughs> nice. But like, think about a live action version of Echo, and it's horrifying. <laughs> like Frankenstein. Right. It would send yes. children screaming and grown women fainting <laughs> and men vomiting in their hats. It would be absolutely horrific. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, he can be like he can be wrong. like he can be like the man on the on the you know on the headset. Yeah, he's yeah, got to be not, the guy in the van. Yeah. There's no way he's on site. <laughs> That's terrible, but true. I mean, it's maybe so with the helmet on, maybe. <sighs> 
All right. Well, if there's uh, if there's nothing else, let's uh, wrap this up and get on out of here, people. Echo's disgusting. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. All right, that was our recap of Bad Batch Season 2, Episodes 7 and 8, Clone Conspiracy and Truth and Consequences. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, my name's Justin. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at IamTheBendu. Where are they going to find you guys at? This is Josh. I am Battle of Tanab on Instagram and Twitter. This is Kyle, and I am KB underscore Legend on social media. And as always, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts, anywhere on social media at Outer and Beacon. You can also email us, outerandbeacon at gmail.com. Go hit that like and subscribe button. Send us to your friends. Tell them to come listen and hang out with us. Get out, do something Star Warsy this week, and may the Force be with you. Always. Always. <laughs> <laughs>